Hey everybody, Assholes and Headphones Podcast. This is episode 12. On today's episode, I gave Ryan the album Survivor's Guilt, the mixtape by Kenny Hoopla and Travis Barker. And I gave Pat the album Nothing Left to Love by a band called Counterparts. And it gets real milky. (laughs) I was going to say, pour yourself a warm glass of milk. (laughs) There we go. You'll figure out what that means at the end of the episode. Thank you. See you later. Blink-182 started smoking cigarettes, I think. What fucking year is it? (laughs) 1999. Sounds like it in that one. Do they still have the nurse from uh, Enema of the State? She was a porn star, wasn't she? She was. What was her name? I have no idea. I don't remember either. Phil Phil Touch Me Up Salats, Miss Touch (laughs) Me Up. I don't know. That was stupid. (laughs) With the rubber glove. Didn't she have like a shot too? She did. I don't remember that album. Enema of the State? Oh, my God. That's a classic. That was Estella by Kenny Hoopla. Kenny Hoopla. Yeah, it's not Blink-182. No. We were just fucking with you. But this whole album, the Survivor's Guilt mixtape, does have Travis Barker playing the drums on it. And that's probably why it sounds like Blink-182 all the time. There's a... I think it was in Silence is also an answer. Even do the drum effect that does that. Oh, wait. Over the yeah, drum, yeah, yeah. and I was like, "Good lord, that's he saved that patch on the fucking garage band." He, he probably owns it. He it's has probably to. his thing. It's patented. The Barker. It's just called the it's Barker. Called the Barker effect. <laughs> yeah. In order to, uh, if, it's, if it's not, then you need to do it because that sounded way too cool. Sounds like shit was on fire, like when he crashed that plane. Oof! It was not too soon. He didn't crash. Well, it. he crashed. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't flying it. <laughs> I was led to believe that Travis Barker was also a you know he was a, the pilot. Had a commercial pilot license in his own Learjet and flies <laughs> himself around. Just had one too many backwoods and crashed it. <sighs> it's been a long. It's been a long day. Okay, mm-hmm. it's hot. Ninety-five degrees today. I'm. I'm not thinking straight. Have you been outside? Oh, you've been in the garage working. Yeah. And my swamp cooler took a shit at the shop today. No. Yes. It was horrible. So they got So you've been losing weight all day. Yeah. I've been sweating profusely all day. So covered in grease still. Everybody needs to look up Kenny Hoopla. So let's just attack the elephant in the room. Okay. Kenny Hoopla is a black guy. Playing pop punk music. And I'm a huge fan of it. It gives it's me like great. a Pharrell vibe, even though he sounds nothing like Pharrell and the, the genre isn't Pharrell, but it's just like, you know, I think it's cool, awesome. Cool black skater kid. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of this skateboarder when I was Stevie, Stevie shit. I can't remember his last name. <laughs> anyway, his name was Stevie something. And he looked a lot like, like had like, the little afro, not a big afro, but a right. little afro like Kenny does in some of those pictures. God, he's fucking good, too. But, <clears throat> again, at the time, magazines were only showing white skateboarders. So it was fucking awesome to see a black skateboarder right. that was fucking killing it. It's, it's great. I mean, I absolutely... But, I like... Well, sorry, <clears throat> cut you off. Go ahead. Um, 
the big thing that I noticed in this is it sounds like Blink-182. It's got like a a poppy beat and everything, but lyrically, it's a lot darker than like having a boner in math class that you don't know what to do with. You know what I mean? Like Blink-182 always was. I think that's why I actually, the first time I listened through it, because I gave you this album without actually listening to it. I only heard Estella on <laughs> Instagram. Dingus. So I just, just said, yeah. fuck it. Let's do it. So I listened to it and I was like, oh, I, I think. Wait, I'm you heard it on Instagram? So you heard like a piece? Literally of a 15 <laughs> like a- second clip of a guy jumping a dirt bike into a canyon with a parachute <laughs> with that on the in the background. Okay. And I was like, that's fucking badass. What is this? It sounded like it was 20 years old, but it sounded like new. Yeah. Well, it turned out to be good. I like it. I like it too. I mean, I'm I'm not a pop punk guy normally, but I'm not mad at this. This was fun. Yeah. This was great. And literally everybody I played it for was just like, what the fuck? Is this Blink-182? I said, no, but it's Travis Barker. And they were like, nah. There we go. Okay. Which is probably, honestly, like it's cool and also a bummer. Why is that? Because I kind of feel like, does it overshadow Kenny Hoopla? Because I feel like he's probably pretty dang talented. Oh, I'm sure he is. He's got like three or four other albums, doesn't he? Three. He's other got albums? a couple EPs. Oh, EPs is that it? Yeah. Um, yeah, there's got to be. He's got to have something. I mean, Travis doesn't just do shit for people. True. It just seems like I don't know. I, when you have to have their name like that, like couldn't he have drummed on it and still got credit without literally putting his name in every track? Probably, but it helps Kenny. Yeah, that's and true. And it helps Travis. You're right. He's got one of those names at this point. Yeah, he does. He's been drumming on a lot of shit. Every yeah. shit. And Every he has a, shits. It's weird that a drummer can have a unique sound. Yeah. It really is. As a drummer, mm-hmm. like... I mean, I can I can tell maybe guitarists, like the Lamb of God guitarist, like the tone that he uses and just what he gets out of his guitar. Right. It's fucking Lamb of God, you could tell all the time. Dimebag Daryl from Pantera, you could tell. Dimebag Daryl all the time. Right. But drums are like, you can't really affect drums in the same way, right? So, but just the way he puts everything together is, it's fucking Travis Barker. There's there's only a couple throughout modern music history, like Keith Moon, John Bonham, Mm. and uh, uh, Neil Peart. Those are the three I can think of that, and that you can maybe pick out of all the drummers. Those are the three. With the standout. And then Travis like, Barker. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Keith Moon had actually a really unique style. So, And John Bottom. Fuck Neil Peart. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> Rest in peace. He's dead. He's a mackerel. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Jesus. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was really good. And I thought, let's just pick away at the worst song right off the bat. Okay, which one's that? Hollywood sucks. Not a good song. <laughs> no, no, because I don't every, like it. Everything else, I thought I, I genuinely liked, but Hollywood sucks. I genuinely did not. I like. thought it was great how he says Jesus hates L.A. Talks about Jesus well. doesn't even like this, and then, <laughs> and then the one thing, like the most random weird thing, on a person that you could say was beautiful, like their forehead. He says it all the time. <laughs> Your forehead is beautiful. It's just it sounds. Like something fucking stupid that would come out of Hollywood. Like, oh my God, have you, have you seen her forehead? Is fucking gorgeous. 
I really need somebody to hit that forehead. I need that forehead. That shit is nice. Like, shut the fuck up. You guys get caught up on the dumbest shit. Well, yeah, Hollywood does suck. Don't I even get me started on California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't. Pat almost killed a guy for calling him from California. You don't want to talk shit to me when I got my big friends with me. Yeah, and when I'm like six cases of beer deep yeah. on my bike. I'll start a fight that I won't finish. I'll have my buddies clean it up. It's what I do. Truth. Truth. Anyone from Boise listening, sorry and shit. Yeah, sorry to that uh, Chad that got smacked in the face. Don't try and be a hero next time, buddy. That's what you get. You can't save the world unless you got powers, bro. <laughs> Didn't you learn anything from this Marvel fucking time frame we're in? Shit. Damn, these tanker rays are having a crazy effect on you. Man, give me my gin and juice, bitch. (laughs) Ryan's drinking a gin and soda. They're only 5.9%. It's like a beer, Pat. I like the can. Mm -hmm. I just know what gin tastes like, and I just can't get past. Oh, it's. Feel it. It's got texture. Oh, yeah. That's regal ass shit. Regal. Well, clearly Ryan's making too much money. Yeah. Not. Got all this fancy no, shit. These I pulled from the uh, fridge at the shop because I didn't have any money to go get anything else. <laughs> I had to pay my taxes. And uh, basically, I'm the one behind the glory hole down at the bus stop. Right now. <laughs> the <laughs> end of the month is always sucks. a bad time. Of the, uh-huh. It's always a bad time for me. Mm-hmm. I just know that Thursday, I got to pay. I always, like, I decided maybe I'll divide things up. Right. And that doesn't do anything except fuck you for the entire month. You might as well just get kicked in the nuts on the first. And then by the time then, you know, but no, I just decided to get like squirrel tapped super hard constantly throughout every month of my life. <laughs> but question. Yeah. On the, uh, is, the, is the bright side that these beers or drinks might have been clients bring these in and leave them? Or where no. or where do these drinks come into I, the shop I fridge? Did, I did have to purchase these. Okay, so you paid for them, but then they ended up and in your they, fridge. Yeah, and people do bring me drinks still, but I wasn't going to bring like a bottle of Japanese whiskey. Okay, yeah, that's that probably, shit's good. Though. I'm sure it's good. Yeah, you know, I bet Kenny drinks that shit. Oh, Kenny definitely Maybe. does. I don't know. Maybe he's straight edge. Do you think Kenny Hoopla's straight edge? I doubt it. I don't think he's straight edge. I mean, maybe. Did you read where Kenny Hoopla's from? No, but I did read that his his last name is name is not Hoopla. It's not. It's a it got a hyphen in it or a his, apostrophe. His actual last name does. Yeah, and now I'm drawing a blank, but it was like letter letter apostrophe apostrophe more letters. Yeah, weird. Like I'm sure it's French. Could be. It probably is. Probably is. That's the only language that really does that. Yeah. <laughs> If you not were to true. guess, though, yeah, not true. <laughs> none of the other ones do it. He's, he's no. probably an Arabian, I think. Arabian? He's an Arabian. <laughs> Is that what they're saying? Is that what the kids are saying? Uh, you got to guess. 50 states. What states he's from? You got five uh, seconds. Five, four, Missouri. three. Wrong bitch. Ohio. Cleveland. The butthole of America. How close is Missouri to Cleveland, Ohio? Pretty far. I mean, is, is it? I, well, I would say, if I were to sucks. guess, I'd say like seven, six, <clears throat> seven, 600 miles. Cleveland, Ohio. It's kind of up. You think that's the butthole of the United States? Uh, Ohio in general is, is terrible. Ohio is for lovers, though. Well, uh, we're not talking <laughs> early 2000s uh, emo here. Back in the early 2000s, that was where all the lovers came from. Uh, not matchbook romance. Who was that? Um, Hawthorne Heights. Hawthorne Heights. Thank you. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's my god next album for song. next. You don't like? Oh my god! I used no, to. I it wasn't. It helped me through my divorce. Well, good for it then. Yeah. I'm glad it helped. Yeah, we need those things. We do. <laughs> Kenny Hoopla would, would maybe have helped me too. He loves Estella. I tell you what. You know my favorite thought or my favorite line in that song, Estella. Mm-hmm. I just died at the thought of being alive. Damn you! It's a fucking what's that called? And then I, is it a dichotomy? Is that what that is? I think so. And then he double entendres it because he says with you being alive with with you? with you. So, but there's the pause. So he says that line, which on its own is awesome as shit, right? But then follows it up with you, which makes it the same but different. Ish. I think it makes it totally different. Yeah. Well, that's the double because entendre. If, if, if the you isn't there, is he still going to die at the thought of being alive? Probably not. It's Maybe. A, it's a fantastic song. That's where poetry comes in. Makes you go, huh? Huh. huh. Who'd have thought pop punk huh. would make you go, huh? Yeah. And Again, I, Blink-182 just made you wonder where you were going to jerk off that night this makes you think a little bit more it's nice i also like that it was only a minute and 58 seconds that song yeah yeah it's great you're a quick into the punch kind of guy i like it get me in get me out and i mean this this is this technically an ep it's only like six seven songs right eight songs eight songs yeah um it's like in that gray area in between isn't it I mean the whole I don't know. the whole I, I album think they would is call it an LP only time. twenty minutes and forty four seconds. The whole album, so it's a short one, hmm. but it is definitely catchy. And I thought I like the ghostly kind of um, vocals mm-hmm. on the first song. Silence is also an answer, so it's got like it sounds poppy and like pop punky right off the bat. But the vocals are not that in the beginning. It's kind of this. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't just go right in the way the drums do. The vocals don't, you know? I think it's... It, it's kind of like... Um, I don't know. Like Little little Pump. Was that his name? There's like that crossover where... Lil Pump? Lil Pump. He died. I wouldn't have fucking known. No? <laughs> there's, there's a Lil... If it's not Lil Wayne, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You don't like little Nas? No. Or little uh, little Peep? I don't like the little versions of nothing except Wayne. I think I'm thinking of a little Peep. <laughs> Are you? I think so. One of the one that's dead. I don't know. It's like a emo rap, right? You know? You ever see that SNL skit with uh I mean I think Pete I know Davidson, what you're he's talking like, about. My mom it's like did it. MGK love me. shit. Yeah, yeah kind of yeah. like that. And there's yeah. like a little more underground scene, like not quite ghost main, which is like dark. Okay. But there's like that emo genre of like rap. I don't know. I don't know what exactly you call it, but I'm pretty sure Lil Peep, not to be confused with the Easter treat. Okay. <laughs> Those things suck. They're terrible. Who eats Ugh. that shit? It's the worst thing. That's Literally, what it, it is cancer. Like how, that's what cancer looks like inside of you. It looks like a little bird covered in pink how sugar. How that scam has gone on this long. <laughs> I have no idea. It's just like people just, it's like fruitcake. Who the fuck's eating fruitcake? Oh my god! Don't even I get don't me know. started. Anyway, this is supposed to be. What about little people? <laughs> this was a music podcast at one point. It was up until about episode eight. It doesn't fucking matter, really. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I just think that vocal intro is like kind of has a little pull from that genre that I'm trying to think of. And I think Little Peep is the guy I'm trying to think of. And there's some other dudes, little little guys. There's little, a lot of little guys out there. And they do like that emo rap kind of thing. It has some of yeah, that crossover hip hop rap. posty in there too, like a little posty yeah. Maloney. Yeah. But Posty's too good for that to be with Lil, Lil Peep. Oh, I don't think Posty would fuck with Lil Peep. Mm-mm. No, they wouldn't fuck together. No. Is that what the kids say? They wouldn't fuck together? Yeah, yeah I think that means like hang out. Yeah. Cap. I don't know all no the cool. Cap? cap? You, know, you know no cap cap? I think no cap means you're lying. And oh. cap means you're telling the truth. Or it could be the opposite. I don't know. I'm old and I'm still trying to anchor it down this is why when i roll up to the skate park on my electric bicycle yeah yeah i always say hello fellow children yeah that's that's how you have to do it kids so everybody knows right off the bat he doesn't know what the fuck we're talking about narc (laughs) narc don't talk to him yeah shit lingo i'm not hip to it anymore um i don't know if this is like a lingo thing or like a the cool kids are doing it but what's with the little backslashes at the end of all the song titles i don't know i thought that was like Originally, when I saw this and it said the mixtape, I first think, okay, well, you can't have a mixtape. Well, I guess you, for some reason, I always think a mixtape is an afterthought of an original idea. Okay. But that doesn't make any sense because a mixtape comes before the album album, right? Well, and is he, but is he referring to like a mixtape you'd give a girlfriend? Yeah, I don't know. Because it could be that kind of mixtape. I don't know. Songs to bone you to. Or maybe it's like he, he had them all. And then he just hooked up with Travis and was like, yo, will you just drum for me? Travis was like, yeah, but we can't call it that album. So we're going to call it the mixtape <laughs> of that album because it's different. Okay. We can, we can, we can, we can, we can, you know? <laughs> I, don't have, I, don't I need to get a, a scratch sound effect. Do I have it? Nope, that's oh, not God, it. Oh, God, what the fuck was that? That was a beer cracking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that wasn't the scratch. Really loud. Sorry. No. <clears throat> um... There's a little bit of screaming on this album, too. Yeah, wasn't that on... It's on Survivor's Guilt. I can't... I don't have a timestamp, but it's on that. It's towards the end of it. Um, and I'm going to find it for you. Okay, it's not there yet. We'll let it go. Wait for it. It's a title track, you know? This is... It's catchy little riffs, though. I can see it like I can see it dancing around on stage with the guitar the way they do. Yeah. It sounds like Warp Tour to me. It really does. It's just fun. It's nostalgic but new. Yeah. It does have enough of a twist. But uh it's not complex. But I don't think it should be. I think it should no, be no, no. just this, fun. this music shouldn't be complex. It lyrically gets complex enough. I mean, like, it's, I like kinda, you said, I, it's more... I try to got it, get into it a little bit, and it gets really kind of vague, mm-hmm. but enough to make you think. So I liked that about the whole thing. <clears throat> if you guys are listening, or whoever's listening, you want to dive into it, just pull up the lyrics and, and read them while you're listening to it. It's interesting. I like, uh, I like 9 to 5, Love Me. Quit your 9 to 5 and just love me? Yeah. Quit your job. Do the right thing. Just all we need is love. Does he say rough sex and fake friends? I don't think so. Does he? 
I think he says rough sex and fake friends or something like that. But then he, uh, <clears throat> I think the chorus is definitely quit your nine to five and just love me. God damn. Which would be nice. Yeah, but it's reckless. You know, you need. It's more only than love. reckless if you ha- if you don't have that fucking nest egg, but. Well, these kids don't have nest eggs. No. Not with the uh, inflation. No. But we're it'd going be really through. nice to just quit your nine to five and just love somebody. Oh, my God. Bang it out all the time. That'd I, be sweet, huh? I think Except that's what then the in- you both would grow to resent each other because you wouldn't have any other purpose. Mm. <laughs> well, thanks for calling Loveline. <laughs> Maybe. Anyway, I don't know. I'm okay. just guessing. I'm still looking for rough sex, and I don't see it in these lyrics. That's what I heard. I, I, it's probably not in there. Fake friends. Uh, what did you say right before? Loose ends. When you're fake friends. In, when you're swimming in the abyss, sink into your bed like it's quicksand time. Like, uh, what did uh, he say right before fake friends? Where the hell's fake friends? You said it. Did I? In the beginning. Oh, took some time to shear the loose ends, fake friends. Huh. Loose ends sounded like rough sex to me. Yeah, so huh. here's the thing, Ryan. Where am I? <laughs> here's the thing, Ryan. There's things that go on. They're called, uh, what are they called? Kevorkian slips? Freudian. Freudian. You Freudian. Kevorkian, Kevorkian was the whole, like, kill yourself guy. Good for Amanda. You get Jesus. one drink and you're like, rough One sex. drink and I'm ready to get punched in the face. Man, is like I said, do the dishes. I just want somebody to tell me bad things <laughs> and strap me up in the closet. <laughs> You know, you know, fuck. Is that too much to ask? It really is. I'm a grown ass man. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> if I want you to put this Tangray can in my butt, you're going to do it. Oh, no, that's that, not going to work. That was a visual. It's not going to work. That can's going to give way, way, way before that's going to happen. That, if that's happening, <laughs> that thing should at least have like a taper so you can you start off and ease you it. You would in. think. You don't want the square end. I mean, you'd have to. Oh, like the fucking sounding thing. Oh, oh God. God. Damn, that was bad. What episode was that? That on? cucumber had to be this big. You know what I mean? <laughs> can size. Had to be. In I a mean, pee the, hole. And those are skinny cans, too. I didn't know Keystone Fucking cans. Stupid. All right. Well, do you have any more on Kenny Hoopla? Because I don't think there's really, you know, other than Go. No, I like Kenny Hoopla. Uh, you- the Smoke Break song's awesome. I love the um, the Ferris Bueller reference on the first the first track. Yeah. You're Which, the white dress, and I'm Ferris Bueller. Yeah. I fucking love that. Um, it it's got throwbacks all over the place, and it's it's a good feel good jam. I like this shit. It's funny because at his age, he's just like I mean, he's not how old that. is he? He's twenty four. So he, he he's young enough where like Ferris Bueller's like fucking black and white movie. Damn near to him, right? Yeah, to him. Yeah. I guess in comparison. So he's throwing like that was like us growing up wearing like a Stones t shirt. I like that though. Yeah. That means his parents, you know. Or however he was raised, he was foster care. He was raised with the good ones, like the oldie goldies. He's probably no, we're watching these DVDs because fuck your downloading shit. We don't have internet. It's true that kind of thing. You know, you what, make it work. What did you think of his uh, his album art? The cover uh, seems very southern to me. Southern, okay. I get like a southern old photo, sun bleached, mm-hmm. um, and then you got the the southern religious hands together almost like pray hands type thing i don't know it just seems very grassrootsy is that what i'm thinking of yeah you getting that 
I'm what I'm looking at. What's catching my eye right now is the parental advisory in the corner. Oh, nice! I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I don't know. I think I stopped seeing those because every album had one on it. I think what it is no, because I'm looking at these other album covers and they're not there. So on albums that should because. definitely have them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. With the just the color of the album and how there's a lot of red. Yeah, it just and then it's got the black out. and white parental advisory. Yeah, I like that. It's cool. You don't need to have those anymore. Do you? Do you not need to have them? What? I, are, did, I mean, I don't think. Did so. Ronald Reagan sign off on this, or who was responsible Definitely for that? Definitely wasn't Reagan. Wasn't Reagan? Was it no, Bush? It was, it was Trump. Trump did it. He said, <laughs> "We don't need that shit. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna take back abortion and give you <laughs> albums without the parental advisory sticker on it." What a fucking dick. Thanks, Trump. (laughs) Thanks, Trump. Um, Anyway, I don't know. Like, I think the parental advisory thing is probably an an artistic decision at this point. So you really don't have to do it, obviously, anymore. I don't think so. Because it's on nothing. Yeah, I I mean, there's... I mean, shit. Some of these rap albums that come, they don't got shit on them. I mean, maybe it's just the digital copy. Maybe if you went and got the hard copy, it would still have the thing on it. But I don't know. I mean... I would guess not. Yeah, I'm scrolling through all these albums right here I've got, and not a single one has them. And there's plenty that should. Yeah. Huh. You need to change your listening choice. This is your. This is adding to your bad choices in life. This oh, yeah, this is why listening. I have a medication. That's why I <laughs> try to start a fight in Boise. This is why I have to take three pills in the morning yeah. every day. How <laughs> hard they are to swallow? Shit. Well, that was a great album. This our, Your album that you chose this week yeah. is really similar. <laughs> it really is <laughs> really similar no it's not um but it's bad fucking ass do you like it yeah i don't know how i haven't been listening to these guys i don't know how you haven't either but before we move on oh sorry i just want to take a note before we get into this album and say that the singer of this album has said they have an earlier album albums and albums ago i think it's called the current will carry us or something like that it was the first album that I started listening to them, to them on, and I fell in love with that. Just the sound, uh, lyrically how it was, and the singer has come out publicly and said that he thinks that album bites, <laughs> <laughs> and everything on that album probably shouldn't have ever even seen the light of day because he thinks it's garbage. And now there's me over here like, but I really liked it. <laughs> Thanks, guy. <laughs> Which totally makes me question all my life's decisions and what I think is cool. So, Well, that's um, what Keith Buckley did, too, with Every Time I Die. It was uh, not Low Teens. It was not Gutter Phenomenon. What's the other one? After Gutter. I mean, there was a lot. There was The Big Dirty. Not there the was Big Dirty. Uh, the New Junk Aesthetic. The, okay, uh, it, maybe it was New Junk. One of those albums, though, he said he fucking hates it. Huh. But he followed it up with, please don't let that ruin it for yourself. Right. Maybe it would have been the, the rainbow one, the rainbow-eyed one. That is all, what it was. got laser beams coming out of their eyes. Yeah, I forget when that's called. I'm afraid From of Parts the Unknown. From Parts Unknown. Yeah. That is the album. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, that just made me think of it. Yeah, you can't let that anyway, ruin it for yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, coming from an artistic point of view, the person that makes it, you're going to have your own opinions on things. and. I would cool. think. I mean, that one wasn't a banger. It wasn't a banger for me. It was good, but it wasn't a banger anyway. So yeah, I yeah. get it. I would. Uh, I haven't listened to their other stuff, but I would say this was a banger. Oh, 
Dude. I've been I've been excited to talk about albums before, but I haven't given you an album that I like as much as this album. Really? Yeah, this one fucking got me, dude. Other than the Periphery album, but it got me in a different way. Yeah. Periphery just blows me away on all sorts of like technical, conceptual, fucking bleh, all that. Yeah. But definitely. Counterparts is like, it seems so raw and so real. And I don't know why, but this this album, like I said before, almost made me cry for no fucking reason. Like I got a little knot in my throat for some, like he's just touching on things that subconsciously or consciously that I don't want to fucking accept or talk about. I'm like relating to, or I feel this way. It's super self-deprecating in a way. And I get like that. It gets fucking weird up here. And this <laughs> album, like it, like it touched on all of it. And I was like, God damn it. Let's do it again. I don't know how many times I've listened to this album. It's 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 great. There's there's only a few that I've actually purchased on my phone, and this is one of them. Well, I have to say, <laughs> nothing left to love. Yeah, I mean the, the the album title like really pretty much sums it up how he's feeling. There's an underlying theme for sure. Yeah, like it's it. it, it, it well, there's there's still like a hope there. He's not saying he's useless. No, you know, no, like, it's the, like the cathartic kind like, of. The whole idea is, will you still love me when there's nothing left to love? Right. Like, are you still going to be there? Is it still going to be around? And, you know, if I go ahead and do stupid shit, are you still going to be there? Yada, yada, yada. So much, so much going on. But as far as one-liners like you like, the one-liners that paint a little picture, there's a fuck ton of those in here. Keep your distance from the flowers that decorate my corpse. Yes. that's fucking good you know it's got the chuggy little breakdowns but they're not so heavy that it puts you in like the the death core mode or anything it's just it's melodic it's just hardcore fucking good shit man it's got a really good balance of like there's the some of the melodic hardcore that it's like i don't know it's re- i mean i like melody for mm-hmm. sure yeah but sometimes it's like a little much like you lose yeah. the, this is just that perfect <clears throat> amount of balance. This one's got, and I've noticed counterparts do this a lot. Um, they have their, I think they have two guitarists cause it's a five piece band. So they've got the one guitar that keeps that like, um, distorted hardcore, I guess you would say kind of like rhythm going on. And then the lead comes in over the top and like the background with that ghostly little or whatever the scale might be or whatever it does. It's like solo. Yeah. It's like a solo that doesn't take the spotlight. Right. You know, and they do that all the time in their music, which is fucking cool. I was kept thinking of it the way that guitar comes in as if it's the clean vocalist, the way that those yeah, guitar yeah, yeah. solos come over top. It's like you're listening to a band similar to this that has a clean vocalist. Yeah. But it's just the guitar. Mm-hmm. And it just is just enough. Just enough on there. And the way it's the way it's mixed, the highs come through, but they're not piercing, but the lows don't muffle it out. You know? Mm-hmm. I really think they nailed it on this one. And they're they're in the they have a new single out or two new singles, I don't know. But they're in the studio, they're gonna release a new album and I'm fucking super stoked for it. But they have gone through <clears throat> before this album. I think on this album, they had gone through like major lineup changes. 
Okay. So I think there's only one or two members that are still the same. Um, <clears throat> well, I read about one of their drummers they lost, and it was like, think it back in 14 or something like that. And <laughs> when I was reading the Wikipedia, it said uh, he left to see a speech therapist or a speech pathologist. And I was like, what the fuck? The drummer did? Why yeah. do you need to talk? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I read it. I was like, I don't, I can't think of any time I've ever clicked on the citation in Wikipedia. You know, I was like, I need some fucking, like, I need to know who wrote this. Are where you did, with me? Where'd you get this from? So I clicked on the shit. It was their Facebook post. Zero reference of a speech therapist. <laughs> or It's made the fuck up. How the hell did that happen? I want to know. Wait, so it took you to their Facebook yeah, account. it has a little citation like the number, and yeah, then it yeah, takes yeah. you to the link, and you click the link, and it took it to a Facebook post that it was he was from supposed counterparts to, or from the dude from counterparts Facebook post okay. saying that he was leaving the band, and they just said because uh, it wasn't quite it wasn't what he was needing right now, and that's all we can say. That but but Wikipedia went but Wikipedia is like he's seen a, he's, he, he's seen a speech therapist. He doesn't know how to talk. One two three four. One two three four. Keep. The so no. uh, uh, uh. of all the random shit i i huh. read read i that one just popped out yeah like, that's what weird. the fuck wikipedia what do you what do you expect when anybody can go on there and write whatever the fuck they want about anything yeah yeah pure it's whatever garbage so they're from ontario fucking figures uh, you know i love canadians you really do you really do i do mm-hmm. i haven't found one i don't like the great people uh, fuck, and they they poutine, Putin. <laughs> wow, those are the French Canadians. Oh, I I eat that shit in Toronto all the time. Did you? Fuck yeah, I had all sorts of different kinds. You know what's interesting? I've never had poutine. You have. I grew up on the Canadian border. I mean, I literally lived fifty minutes from Toronto. You did. Yeah. You've never had poutine. never had poutine. I huh. was always under the impression it was more um, like the area that borders like Maine, and then into oh, Quebec. Oh, there's good fishing in Quebec. There's good fishing in Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they gave us letter, Kenny. Yeah. What more did. could you ask from? Yeah, and Shorzy. So yeah. that's good. Well, on the fence about Shorzy. Yeah? Yeah, just finished it up. Yeah, well. I didn't, I've only, I'm only an episode or two in. The first two are the best. Okay. I was super ripped, though. So I watched <laughs> it last night. So, I, you know. I don't, oh, yeah. We had that conversation. I don't really remember anything about that. Anyway, I remember I laughed a couple times. Yeah, the first couple there. And if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Letterkenny and then the uh, spinoff, Shorzy. Shorzy. You can watch on Hulu. Canadian show. Hilarious. Hilarious. Go watch it. Do you have a favorite on this album? Um, I do. Let you me, do? I do, yeah. I couldn't fucking put a finger on a favorite. I want to cue you up. Cue Cherished. Oh, yeah, I'm just going to bring it up just the beginning a little bit. Ooh, that bass drop. Oh, yeah. That guitar right there, dude. Yeah, and that's what I'm talking about, but there's still the, Subtle. the chuggy one underneath it. You know, yeah, it keeps I, it all rolling. They do that all the time. Now, are these guys going on tour for this new album, or is this still in the works enough that there's no tour dates? Or there's anything? no tour dates yet. Nothing. No, but when they do, 
Gotta go see that shit. We gotta see that shit because I bet it's amazing. <clears throat> but so, uh, that album or that song specifically, um, like afraid of everything leaving again. But the so he says, "All I cherished," he says, "All I cherished will run from my embrace, and nothing will stay." So he's talking about that, but at the same time. In the beginning, he says, I am the dagger that I will drive into my own heart. So he's like talking about pushing things away and then being subject to the fact that you did this to yourself. Right. Maybe or something, you know, um, collections of my flaws. These are things that I think everybody deals with, but um, you don't always realize it. You know, you just kind of think like, ah, that was... That wasn't right for me. It wasn't good. But you don't really ever step back and look at yourself from a third-person perspective and say, well, was that really good? Right. And did I just fucking totally self-sabotage myself there and and ruin what was there? And maybe he knows that. I think that would even be worse. <laughs> it's almost as bad as that sneeze I just <laughs> yeah, didn't have. you just fucking <laughs> gutted. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, he's definitely self-reflecting a lot. I mean, the guy The whole is, thing is, yeah. Yeah. Is he a... Is he a overthinker or a deep thinker i think he's an emotional overthinking bitch <laughs> like me <laughs> <laughs> you psycho you psychopath maybe that's why you know i i get all this yeah These you definitely ideas. you can you can I mean, I he can touches feel. on the ideas of like suicide leaving um being happy where you are but you know knowing that you're happy but not being okay with knowing that you're happy for some reason. Uh, fucking just, but then accepting the fact that you're a broken person, like the on separate wounds. I think it's like the, what is it? The one minute and 14 second mark of separate wounds is a banger. The gang vocals. Good harmony there the, too. And when they get everybody in there and the gang vocals comes in, it makes it like it just full. That, it's full. that brings like that fucking warp tour early kind of vibe for me where you had like the whole crowd and that punk rock family behind you that made all these fucked up feelings that you had okay because everyone else had them too. When you get those like gang vocals in this yeah. album, it like it does that same thing for me. Like, yeah, it does it on paradise and plague too. At like 44 seconds, the gang vocals come in there. Um, <clears throat> but I think it's interesting. Like just saying the warp tour thing, like not that this necessarily dates anything cause it went right. on for so long, but there's something about these guys. When I listened to it, I didn't even see when the album came out the first time. I, yeah. yeah. And when I listened to it, I was like, Oh, this is probably kind of old. Mm-hmm. Like it has that, um, that just the nostalgic sound, like it well, play, a, pulls from other. Yeah, I I made a note that even uh, the last song where he's there's kind of like a spoken word. It's in the song "Nothing Left to Love" at the end, around like two minutes and thirty seconds, two minutes thirty five seconds, whatever. He does this like kind of spoken word thing that kind of trails off to the end of the album as it kind of hums off. But that reminds me of like Poison the Well. On Tear uh-huh. from the Red, like Poison the Well did that, and a bunch of bands at that time during the Warped Tour scene were doing that 
whatever that what is screamo fucking whatever. Yeah, that was really popular for a while. It's like this ghostly kind of spoken thought thing. It also, also... Well, go ahead. Well, maybe I'm... I just got to own this statement because I was super wrong on the last one. Okay. When I said it sounded like a, a Slipknot was his nuts. Now I'm going to forget his name. Corey Taylor. Corey Taylor. Yeah. Which, by the way, the vocalist I was thinking that was doing it was the guest vocalist from Terror. That's who you I thought was, that was Corey Taylor. That's who I thought sounded Corey Ter- Taylor like. Uh, okay. So I would like to correct myself on that. Okay. But uh, Kill Switch Engage. There's just enough little influences in there where I keep in thinking this of one? in this yeah. whole album. Like it just, just it. I guess it just makes me think of like listening to Kill Switch like okay. 15, 16, 17 years like ago. Like the earlier Kill Switch. I'm like thinking like alive or well, just breathing or the fucking not uh, so much even even the stuff Howard was on. But not so much, obviously not his vocals. Right. So, so like End of Heartache, stuff like yeah. that. When, when Howard first came on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't see like any newer kill switch in this, but it's just because it's got that raw, raw mm-hmm. kind of guitar tone to it, you know. <clears throat> but what I was thinking is there's definitely like this idea of christian afterlife Mm -hmm. that he keeps talking about angels uh where he's going to go when he's when he dies or where he will be what he's going to see things like that so there's there's that kind of influence in the the upbringing of this person which i think people in america can relate to especially yeah you know white guys in america you relate to this like Christian vibe that's just pounded down your throat the whole time of be good, don't ask questions and fucking whatever, which leads to this questioning of what will happen if this, if this does this, you know, um, the blinding light whole thing. Um, fuck, it's just, it's just awesome. I'm really digging that. I can feel how much this is affecting you. It fucking does. This whole album's great. Yeah. I even told Amanda that again today. She was like, you have told me this so many times. Stop talking and to me. I was me. like, well, have you listened to it yet? She said, no. I said, and I, I never will. I said, I know you don't like this shit, but God damn it, I'm going to send it to you again. So, of course, I send her the link, and I'm sure she's got like six of them in there of the same thing. Swipe. She's like, Delete. all right. Text conversation. I'll listen to it. There is something to be said about the frustration of that because I have the same stuff with Bill and I'm like telling her like, it's so important to me. I know it's silly. How can you not love it? <laughs> like, like I need her to love it as much as I love it. I need you to love this. Even just, though, just see me. Right. <laughs> Even though like, she's like, I can appreciate, I appreciate yeah. that you love it. I'm just never going to love it. Like you love it. And I'm like, that's not enough. <laughs> That's not enough. <laughs> I'm sorry. Change, fix Dude, yourself. That's got to be enough, though. Yeah. You, know? you have to just let enough. it go. Yeah. Because yeah. I've you, been when, went and seen a country show, and it don't affect me the same way. Yeah. You're like, yeah. I wasn't crying. Yeah. I was just as drunk, if not drunker than you, and I didn't I didn't want to fucking start living that life. Right. <laughs> just I'm, wasn't there. Crack a silver bullet and get in your truck. <laughs> I do love a silver bullet. Well... 
They give me headaches. Oh, that's my medicine, bro. Damn it. That sucks. Did you get the whole uh, possible tattoo reference on imprints? The song Imprints? He says, portraits of my death carved into my chest. Do you think that's a tattoo? Interesting. Um, I would think, oh, that could go either way. Yeah, he could just be being real extra. Yeah. Or he could yeah. just be talking about a tattoo. Like maybe he's got a skull tattooed on his chest. Ooh, yeah, I don't know. Because then I'm just instantly thinking of the which which track uh, imprints. What, well, no, well, about. it just made me think of the other track where he's talking clearly about cutting, right? What track was that? Uh, the your own knife. Your, one? It wasn't your your own knife. That's the one where he talks about them scars. Throw and, yourself onto your own knife. Okay, he now, talks about cutting a lot in this. There's album, a lot of actually. cutting in this album because yeah, I'm like going like. There's a lot of cutting. There's um separate wounds. Talks about a leap of faith will lead us to bed of blades man i kind of feel bad for this guy a little bit but again it's probably cathartic you have an entire sleeve tattooed to pokey things that's a good point <laughs> you know like, it's kind of weird so, when you get past a phase in your life <laughs> yeah how, how how your perspective there's changes. a lot of knives and blood on your arm <laughs> i was hurting <laughs> i was hurting ryan yeah going through some shit um, so yeah i, I think Make me He's think. just kind of connecting that idea. I mean, that's a very raw, passionate thing to cut yourself. You know what I mean? To inflict that type of pain on yourself or whatever. And there's really no visual expression of something hurting more than a wound that's bleeding. Right. right? You know, so I think lyrically or if you're trying to paint a picture or whatever, that just kind of goes to it. I mean, if Dustin did it for two or three whole albums it must be good because that guy's good he's good he's good he's good <laughs> super good um yeah i mean it's it's weird because like as somebody who has gone through those phases and goes through them still maybe not as intensely as you do when you're younger right and going through some crazier shit than you currently are going through right you, you it's i just always have a hard time like I want to like. I want to talk to him. I want to know like why, exactly why, like what happened. <laughs> I want you to tell me everything. Yeah, I want right now. I want to sit down. I want to know about your childhood. <laughs> like, show me on the doll where you were touched. Okay, all of it. Shit. I just need to know the details. Uh, that's just how my brain works. Because the uh, let's see, what is it? Fifty, like the one minute mark. 59 seconds, maybe a minute into imprints. It's got like one of my favorite lines. Actually, it's like a minute and five seconds. He says, I hate it here and I never want to leave. Oh, yeah. I like that one. Yeah. And then the guitar comes up. So emo. Oh God, it's good. Emo, yeah. melodic hardcore. Super fucking extra. But that's what makes good music, though. I don't like that shit. The album artwork. Let's talk about the artwork. So I like Fuck. this one. I like this one a lot. I yeah? like the ghostliness of the the knife through the hand. It's like, a it's a painting too. You notice that it's not a photo. It is a painting, isn't it? The whole thing's a painting. That's what for gives it while, more of that ghostly kind of... Yeah, for a while I thought it was a photo of a hand that 
they had like imposed a knife and then painted on. But the whole thing's a fucking painting. Yeah, I actually really like it. I like <laughs> I like the fact that it's stabbed that way. Like the hand <laughs> is limp and it's through the top down. For some reason, I mean, I don't know why that wouldn't just normally happen, but it does. I feel like normally it would be just a different way it was stabbed and that way is cooler. That would only happen if you did it to yourself. Yes. If somebody did that to you, it would probably be like that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 Shit. Okay. No parental advisory. See? Shocking. Because it should. Because it should. <laughs> Fucking Don't should. let your children listen to this. They they will self-harm. Oh, yeah. There will be some cutting. Um, These guys are fairly popular, too, huh? Yeah. Um, they, they caught on real fast. This album, too, like, really kicked them up. I mean, they had a couple before, and they were... They're great, but I think they were still kind of in the, what is it, like the underground scene or like right. a, you're still vans and trailers and whatever. This one, you're still in a van and a trailer, but you're going to sell sell out the show probably or something, you know, at a smaller venue. And I don't know if I make, make <clears throat> this is all in my head, but I feel like, and this is a very generic statement, guitar-driven music mm-hmm. is, is making a comeback. You think it is? I think we hit that lull, you know, like we had the screamo, you know, the the mid 2000s, pre 2010, mm-hmm. and then it kind of went in a little bit into the 10, 11, 12s, and then it just fucking kind of fizzled out. I feel yeah. like, you know, it was, you know, the, after screamo and emo went away, I just kind of feel like it wasn't what it yeah, was. Well, rock is, you know, you can only do rock for so long, and I think that you know, hip hop and pop poppy hip-hop started picking up the club scene started getting bigger mumble rap mumble rap stuff like that like basic beat driven things but i hope guitar driven music is coming back i think know? it is well yeah <clears throat> like machine gun kelly and post yeah. malone plays guitar and does mm-hmm. is exposing a whole group of people that it's what i love about those guys yeah you know they i mean well i don't love machine gun kelly really at all but I love Post Malone for those those reasons, you know. I feel like he's just a cool dude that loves music. Yeah. He just found pop and it it is working for him, so he's doing it. But he could have very well been in counterparts. Absolutely. Think, you know, if it just if it fit. He's <clears throat> he's just doing Well there's something to be he's, he's authentic. A fuck ton of music. That's what it, or fuck well, yeah. ton of money, you know. And he's authentic, yeah. He doesn't strike me as somebody who's gonna pin himself down to anything. Mm-mm. He's just going to do what he wants to do when he wants to do it, which is great. What you should do mm-hmm. if you're going to be an artist. Yeah. Even I mean, if you want to put stupid tattoos on your face, that's cool. They're they're very, very, um, they're kind of stupid, huh? He has some really good ones, but he has some really bad ones too. Yeah. What the fuck was I watching the other day? And they had face tattoos. Oh, it was a documentary or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell it was, but these guys, they were interviewing uh, friends of this dude, had these face tattoos, and I was, it's literally like that old man moment, like you're your dad, and you're like, what are these kids doing? <laughs> they're just, like, when they're just so fucking bad and random, and like, you're literally, did you walk in and say, I want to be a famous rapper? Just just do this, and do, then I will have to do it. Yeah, like, I'm like, what the <clears> fuck? <throat> just, it's bizarre, but whatever. I, that's just being old i think yeah it is it's just a total generational gap like why are you fucking doing this 
I don't know. These poor kids. We started on our arms and our parents thought the same thing. That's true. You're fucking doing this. Put it on your fucking bicep. I love mom. Put it on your butt cheek. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, that derailed. Yeah, it did. I don't even know where the fuck we're at anymore. Thanks, Pat. Well, Paradise and Plague. Um, fuck, that's a goodie. They're all, I shouldn't say that. They're all goodies. They're all good. That whole idea, though, is great. Yeah. I like that. Are those little harmonics? Those are like, what are they called? Hammer-ons? Is that how they do that? I don't know what that is, but it's... Dave, help us out there. Are those hammer-ons? damn it, David. Brewhouse. Yeah. Brewhousecoffee.net. Get you some coffee. No, Paradise and Plague, that got me good because um, while I was in my... What the fuck do you call it? Well, I was was graduating, so it was my seminar and my thesis. Thesis and my seminar up at... uh, Up in college for my BFA and the whole idea behind my body of work for those two and a half years was this idea of like <clears throat> finding order in the chaos or chaos in the order and realizing like, like they have to exist together um, in order for there to be one cohesive unit of something, you know? So it was a, like a lot of um, abstract painting that did have some structural like geometric elements and things like that, trying to, visually depict this idea of the clashing of the two to make one kind of idea. Okay. So when this, and that that's always kind of a reoccurring thing in any of my art, if I'm doing like a skull or something that is taken kind of harshly, I'll pair it with like a pretty flower or something just to kind of like balance this, whatever, even if it's a color scheme or whatever, you know, um, try to find the yin and the yang. So, this song, the par- or Paradise and Plague, he says, I'm caught in between Paradise and Plague, but there's nowhere else I'd rather be than with you. And part of me thinks this might be the idea of heaven and hell. Paradise is heaven, hell, but he doesn't want to go to either place. He's good right here with the people he's with right here. Right. You know what I mean? So it's almost like maybe you're happy which doesn't seem like a reoccurring thought in this album, but no. maybe, you know, but, but that, that's but what's kind of cool about in the it. whole thing. Like he's finding, there is some piece that's being found somewhere in all of this fucking extra dramatic bullshit. Like there's, there's something in there. You know what I mean? Well, cause, it, cause we're all like gluttons for punishment too. Yeah. You know, like, Oh, well I could have paradise, but I kind of like pain a little bit. Like, it's not even like you're settling. It's like, I want it. Yeah, I kind of need it to show that I'm still here. Yeah, you know, like, no one wants to be complacent and yeah. and kind of fade away. No. And if and pain is a way to ground you, I guess you would say. You know what I mean? It's a grounding thing. Brings you back to where you're at and in the moment. Well, I challenge anyone listening to go ahead and try and get their life perfect and then realize, like... Yeah. Do... Get yourself in a zone for six weeks where nothing is challenging at all. Nothing fucking bad happens. You'll nothing fucking find a bad thing after six you weeks. Will. You will. Like, you'll straight this. up stub your toe on purpose to bitch about. Just you to have something to bitch about. We'll do it. <laughs> or just to feel something. Because you'll end up like this. Just not like a peaceful calm water. It'll just like look like a gray, boring. It's purgatory. Gray. It'll look like 
any kitchen in like an Ikea magazine. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking lame. You know, they were going to do, what is it called? Agreeable gray. Yeah. <laughs> That's the color. Well, if you lived in fucking, where the fuck are they from? Sweden, Norway, whatever the fuck, <laughs> whatever the fuck they're from. It's fucking I people. <clears throat> I mean, I had a job once. I thought, wouldn't it be great to have a job where they pay you to do nothing? Just surf the internet all day. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> I had it happen to me. I got that job for like a year. It's fucking horrible. That's to me is what that that means. Like you gotta have some fucking yeah. shit. You can't just mm-hmm. get paid to surf the internet. It's horrible. Trust me. Don't do it. I'm thinking about how it was right now. I'm going right back there. And you're getting fired up too. Look I don't like you. it. You don't I don't like, like it. it. <laughs> Found the end of the internet. See, and that's so between paradise and plague is a little bit of this and a little bit of that. It's comfortable. It's good. I'm gonna play that part right there. Okay, I'd like to I'd like to say that that's actually my favorite. That little section of that song is my favorite thing on the whole fucking album. That spot right there. That is it. All right. I thought I was right when I said uh, <laughs> they, uh you were talking about cherished. Cherished, yeah, but no, that's it. That's that's the shit right there. It, it is I the fucking shit. like that shit. His uh his vocal scream too, we'll make a note on that like we do on other ones. It's it's just so real. It is real. And it it sucks because there's other albums you've given me that are really, really good, but I have to have the... You have to have that. I have to have that. I have to have it. It's got to be gravelly. It can't be... Like, Periphery's great, but he's a a well-trained or just... I don't want to say more talented because talent's a weird gray word, but... Yeah. Yeah. He's a more talented music or vocalist than this guy is, you know. But this, but is this guy is r- real, yeah, you know? yeah. So that's what. There's no right or wrong, but no. It's I just I this guy's not going to hit the fu- those highs that that Spencer does. You know what I mean? And then and then go into this other shit, but but even, he doesn't need to, and, it, and it's it's fucking awesome. It's even beyond screaming or heavy music. Even you can listen to. Uh, I don't know, just pop music or something. Mm-hmm. There's just other music, like a let's just say like acoustic emo shit, mm-hmm. where you like you're not screaming at all, but you're crying to me with your voice. God, Dallas I just does it every time. Exactly. So it's just that same thing. It doesn't even. It's not the sound. It's just the feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's whatever that is. That part. Yeah. And this guy's got a lot of that. I like feelings. I love that shit. Um, on my way over, I made a mental note. I didn't write it down, so I hope it's the right thing. But on the song, The Hands That Used to Hold Me, the next one, at like a minute and 20 seconds-ish. See how good you are. Oh, there's a fucking breakdown and a chuggy little fucking thing happening. Keep it going. 
Yeah, I thought that little drum thing was cool. Fucking titties. Yeah. And then there's a, like a big old pick slide into that whole thing, like the old. Yep. Let's not skip over the fact that that lyric right there was "Hold my eyelids open and secure my hanging head." <laughs> Fucking a. He's he's securing his head by holding his eyelids. That's, that's a, a badass lo- tattoo that's, idea. That's eight pounds on your eyelids because the human head weighs eight pounds. Is that, learned, is that it? I learned that from Jerry Maguire. You don't remember that shit? Remember the kid? I do remember the kid. <laughs> I do. I mean, how yeah. could you forget? That is a pretty cool tattoo idea. That would be a that good thinking, tattoo. Like a head with his eyelids just bleh. Yeah, dibs. <laughs> dibs. <laughs> Nobody else okay. gets that shit. Oh, man. Dib- hey, bring your tattoo gun thing over. <laughs> Dave. Dave again. I'm just going to call Dave out this whole episode. Apparently, I said tat- the tattoo machine. I didn't say tattoo machine on one no, of the I episodes. think you said gun. I said some gun. Some sort of a Glock of sorts, I think. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to one of your tattoo conventions, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to just like pretend like I am a tattoo artist and just use all the wrong terminology. Just go around and see if I'm outed. Somebody will fucking figure it out. 30 seconds you think I can make? You you don't want to get outed in that community. I'm just saying. It's probably pretty ruthless. It's not good. You know? I'm going to go in there with like like a Walkman... It's especially not good because they'll find out who did yours, and then it's my ass, Mister Postman. You know, like you know him. I would never throw anyone under the bus, but if it got hot and heavy, I would definitely uh, uh, narc, (laughs) narc hard, (laughs) fucking snitch. (laughs) Loose lips sink ships. Yeah, I'm going down like the Titanic. You're coming with me. Um. Oceans of Another was great. Your Own Knife is great. We, I mean, I could just talk about this one forever, but it's, I mean, everybody gets the point. So I, I, I digress. But uh, this is my personal favorite that we've done on the al- on the podcast so far, other than Radical and Hail Stan. Yeah, those are my these are my three three tops. It's three hard tops. It, well, of my picks, I guess I would say. And I, and I have to say, as weird as it is that occasionally we like, we've talked about this before, we, we align and then we just totally don't yeah. fucking align. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd have to say, like, Hail Stan, I would have never thought in a million years. I would like, mm-hmm. love it. Love Obviously, it. Radical is <laughs> yeah. fucking That's the a shit. no-brainer. And this one, I have to say, is re- really high. It's at least in the top five of your picks for it. I think it's, it's probably got to be. I figured it would be. I was surprised. You Top never three, really? To these huh? guys, really? I'm, th- I'm, th- I'm thunderstruck. You're thunderstruck. I am thunderstruck. Now. That's, That's the your next time. album, ACDC. <laughs> thunderstruck. <laughs> oh dear God, <laughs> this podcast is going downhill. <laughs> We're going to start pulling them out of the old dive bar racks. Are you guys familiar with a little band called the Beatles? <laughs> we got the Beatles next and Thirty Eight Special. Yep. <laughs> Beach We're Boys. We're never going to do that. No. Although we'd probably get more listens on those every time i talk to my fucking wife she's like when are you gonna do the beatles it's well it's basically like you know more people would listen if you you know picked bands that people listen to and i'm like well there's fucking like that's the point though i'm not gonna pick shit because other people because it's popular i'm not gonna sit here and talk about joe walsh Right. Everybody's talked about Joe Walsh. <laughs> and the dude's batshit crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't want to talk about that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I he mean, had Asperger's. Did he? Uh, I think he was like autistic or something. Or is he dead? <laughs> is that guy dead? <laughs> he, he was just. 
He was just in town like last month. Was he really? With the Eagles, yeah. Oh, like, wait, hold on. I'm not thinking of Joe Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, isn't Joe Walsh the Beach Boys guy? No. What's that guy's name? I don't fucking know. That no, guy Joe has... Walsh is the guy that gets drunk at the party and he can't get home and he was in the fucking... Oh, yeah. I was way off. <laughs> way I was way off. I was thinking of the Beach Boys guy that lead, uh, the guy that wrote all the Beach Boys songs. He had Asperger's or he was like retarded or something. <laughs> I don't remember. One of those things. Oh, Is that okay man. to say retarded? Oh, fucking sure. No, I, don't, I mean, no, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all in good fun. I would never say it to a retard's face. Shit. Um, okay, well, that's that, I think. Unless you have a, I think that's pretty much it. Go listen to the stuff. Um, support your local artists. Yeah. They're and, not local, um, but. Yeah. When these guys come through, keep an eye open for the new albums. I think Kenny Hoopla just came out, though, yeah? That no, it's actually just... shockingly not that new. Oh, really? Okay. I think it was 20. Okay. 20 well, or 21. Then the... give Kenny Hoopla a follow. Give the counterparts a follow. Not the counterparts, just counterparts. Just counterparts. Yeah. Uh, give them a follow because they're going to have some new stuff coming out here and, soon. And while you're at it, you know, Danzig, he's really, he could use a follow too. No, he can't. Danzig's a good guy. I think he's fine the okay. way he's at. Fine. Okay, fine. He needs any, any more. He's actually a douchebag. Don't follow him. Yeah, I, just videos after videos of him getting knocked out by random people. There's a reason for that. I got hit in the face a lot, like around the 10-year-ago period. <laughs> I corrected my behavior. Danzig, get your shit together. I saw him one time get hit in the face by a woman and bled all over the place. He in did, person? Not the woman. Yeah, she popped you in the mouth and you bled oh, all over. Oh, I thought you were talking about Danzig. Oh, no. I, I can't keep up. You. <laughs> I can't keep up with anything. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Hey, one last thing, though. What's that? I briefly saw this. Is the band 68 breaking up? Fuck, I hope not. I swear to God, I was scrolling through something today, and I saw like them on stage, and it said Farewell behind them. No. Maybe that's like an album. Is there a band album? Farewell, or do they have a ba- an album Farewell? I don't know. We're okay. going to leave this on a cliffhanger, because I have no idea. I haven't heard anything about that. But why would they do a fucking Farewell tour? Ah. <sighs> In his prime. If we go back to the last... I swear to God, if Josh Scoggin starts singing with Jordan and the dudes left over, I'm going to be mad on basic fucking principle. Ooh, shit. I didn't even think of that. They you have didn't? been re- gigging together. Uh, well, I don't know that Josh has been with them. but Oh, I know those other guys. The rest of the gigging, band's but been... That's, that's been the whole jamming. thing. Like, in the scene, everybody's been talking and pressing and That it's going to be him? Shit. No, everybody's telling them. Get Josh, get Josh, get Josh. Oh, they're pushing he'll, it. Yeah, he'll be a great fucking filler for you. I don't see Josh doing it on basic principle of yeah. like And for those who aren't following every time and I, I die. I don't see Jordan and the dudes in Goosen doing it on basic principle. I mean, I think, um, yeah. but I don't know. And honestly, he would if I good. see it happen, I'm going to be mad for at least a little while. Probably the same way you were mad when Keith left. Yeah. And but but he would be good, but it on oh, principle. Oh, he'd be great, but on different, principle, different different ways. But yeah. I think Keith's gonna get his shit together, and it's gonna take some time, and he's gonna have to self reflect. I'm sure he's not a hundred percent wrong, but he's mostly fucking in his head right now. 
And if you're listening, Keith no, Buckley, he's not. He's wrong. And I'll he's tell you what. He's playing lawn mowing simulators on Twitch. I watch. I talk to him. I follow him. Oh, do you now? <laughs> I do. I'm okay. not bullshitting. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Lawn He's fucking hilarious. I put it on. He's just like, yeah, he'll do anything from watch like uh mermaid shows on history channel to playing like lawn mowing simulation games and just bullshit with so people. he's not out of his mind you don't think no he actually seems really in his mind to be honest God, but I you mean, know what sucks is you, you just because you're it's a family problem it's a band problem yeah. like we'll never even if we were told the whole story we're never gonna know yeah. it's never gonna come back together it's a puzzle that's broken forever and we just have to appreciate the pictures of it and i won't Okay. So I'm going to insert myself into it. I want to fix this, guys. I'm going to fix this. I did it with my first wife, and it ended well. Okay? I can fix this. She's called my first wife. My first wife. Did she get a protection order? Yes. Was it? Aside from the fact. Was it necessary? It wasn't even really needed. It was a fucking small little court order thing. It wasn't nothing big deal. And I never got that hammer back. All right. On that note, guys, thanks for coming out. That's the episode. And uh, we'll be back. If there's a slight delay. There's going to be a delay. Be patient. It's summer. We're doing shit. Yeah. It's the sun shining. And you shouldn't be waiting on us. You should be out like getting a sunburn and doing shit. Go out to the Ogden Twilight concert series. Watch some bad musicians. Oh, Modest Mouse is going to be here in September. Yeah. I'll be there. I'm going to be there at that one, too. Right. So. We'll be there together. Hey, if you want a signature or an autograph. We're going to have an asshole in headphones night at the Modest Mouse show. You just have to find us, say hi, we'll say hi back, and you won't get any stickers. Unless you do a <laughs> rub and tug. I will give a sticker for that. He'll have three stickers in his pocket because three is the most he can do in a day. Yeah. Unless there's like, I don't know, like a lot of water and milk vitamin c (laughs) milk for some reason all right i'm done all right we'll talk to you later don't forget we're just a couple assholes in headphones peace